Welcome to Revive and Thrivology. I help women transform their lives by harmonizing their living space through holistic home practices. I'm your host, Lisa Morton. I'm a nature-loving designer, dog lover, and I'm health and wellness obsessed. If you're feeling stuck in life, feeling unsettled, disconnected, and just looking for more, then this is for you. Years back, I was at a point in my life where I was struggling so bad with my mental health and wellness. And while I'd started a yoga practice, meditation, and done all these great things for myself, there was still something missing. The key was my home, was my space. In this podcast, we'll be covering topics to improve your home, health, and well-being, such as holistic interior design, feng shui, color psychology, clutter clearing, home organizing, and so much more. I have 20 years in the interior design industry and 10 years as a certified feng shui consultant, and I love to continually learn different modalities to improve your space. Join me as I dive into actionable tips to improve your home in 25 minutes or less. I'm here to help you feel inspired and supported. Join me here every Wednesday for a fresh episode. Welcome to Revive and Thriveology. I'm your host, Lisa Morton, and oh my gosh, am I so excited for today. We're talking about something that is just so darn cool. I'm happy to and excited to welcome Maggie Kitch to Revive and Thriveology today. How are you, Maggie? I'm so good. I'm so excited. This is like, I feel like we're growing up. Like we used to do these on Zoom and now we're on this professional platform. (laughs) How fun is this? I miss all of our Zoom meetings. So Maggie and I used to get on and do a monthly Zoom astrology in your home kind of uh, Zoom conversation. And I I don't know about you, but I think we should get back into it and do it more often. So maybe we can just do it here. Okay, deal. Oh my gosh, Maggie, please tell everybody about yourself, what you do, how you got into it. Okay, well, my name is Maggie. I have been in the wellness field for 10 years now. It's official. Um, I started teaching yoga 10 years ago, um, or maybe that will be in November. But either way, I've been in this like wellness industry for a long time because I care about it so much and I want to help people so much. And um, I had a wellness center for a little while in Indiana and um, the pandemic stuff just made it really tough to navigate. I didn't, I was so afraid of hurting anybody and I was like people pleasing out my butt. Like just, it was very hard to navigate as a heart full business person. So um, actually, it came at a beautiful time because I was starting to feel burned out um, with all the massages I was doing and took me a little while to put it together. But the reason I was feeling burned out is I felt like people were expecting me to just take care of all of their problems and then keeping the same habits, keeping the same posture, keeping the same things that put them in a position to not feel well in the first place. And that's really unfulfilling when you are trying to help people. So I was thinking like, what can I do to like give people so much power that they can completely help themselves? And what can I do from a distance? Like I can't do virtual massage. Yes, we can do virtual yoga, but it's not quite the same. And so I was like, what can I do? And I'd always been interested in astrology. And so it just kind of made sense. I felt like, through looking at the stars and the planets and where they are, I could actually facilitate 
change that would um, be beneficial and, and more lasting than a 60 minute, 90 minute, two hour massage. Um, well, you so can touch that, more people doing it that way too, right? Like not physically touch massage, but you can help more people. Exactly. So um, I moved to Naples, Florida in 2021 and I'm doing massage and astrology. And um, it's just been, it's been really nice to kind of remove myself from the big, I don't want to say rut because I didn't feel like I was in a rut, but I had like forged out this path that the walls seemed really high then because I I'd put so much effort into it, you know? And so to kind of come out of it, look backward with a fresh perspective and also have this opportunity that I've never had to live in a town where I don't know anybody. It was brand I new. I mean, to live on the beach, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who says so, no to that? <laughs> not me. <laughs> Um, so that's how, that's kind of how I got into it. And, um, it's just been so fun. I have made new connections with people and I, I feel like I have some clients in California and I had some in Oklahoma for a little while. And like my dream of really making a difference in people's lives is like, it's coming together one step at a time. So (laughs) I'm so, so happy for you. I, I've always just known since I met you you know you meet those people and you're like oh she's gonna do something amazing she just has to get there and I know you know COVID and everything that that was navigating but look at you (laughs) well now I'm even more excited because gosh these people are just gonna fall in love with you so (laughs) Maggie has so much knowledge about astrology and she implement or she she explains it in a way that like everybody can get it. I don't know about everybody, you know, listening, but I've struggled sometimes. I'll read this stuff. I'll listen to people. And I'm like, they're talking about these planets. And I'm like, oh my gosh, so overwhelmed. And this is conjuncting with this. And it's so hard unless you can devote tons of time to studying it and really understanding it. But I still want to know a little, right? Mm. Maggie, you're so good at explaining how it will affect you actual concrete things you can do things you will actually feel and just make it more understandable (laughs) digestible (laughs) digestible that's the word yes how did you find your how did you develop your approach to this to not be that like overwhelming to like these are black and white things you can do Um, well, I'm extremely passionate and that goes a really long way. (laughs) Um, I did take three like formal trainings, a level one, level two, and then a master level with Deborah Silverman, who also, if you follow her, she does tiny little like three minute bite sized. I'd say that was a really big source of inspiration for me because what she did was she, for me and my trainings, she really laid a foundation that I could put my feet on and then like reach for more from there and um i just that's how i watched her videos religiously like every two days because she'd always give a little update about the moon which tells a lot about the emotional weather if you know if you kind of expect what might come up in terms of emotions then you number one you can be more compassionate with yourself and like understanding and be like okay self this isn't the end of the world i knew it i knew i might feel a little more reactive today but then you can take that compassion and apply it to all of the other people that you interact with 
you know that there's like a higher likelihood of of being a little bit emotionally impulsive or being a little bit more sensitive to the inside, then when we encounter other people that are being reactive or being sensitive, then we can be like, oh, oh, okay, it's okay. It's not me. It's the planets. <laughs> um, so then we can extend this like really deep loving compassion and understanding it inward but also we can push it out to cover the people that we interact with as well and then we're more grounded we're more centered we're less swayed by the conversations that we have or the the instances that we encounter that's good oh my gosh well let's dive in so we're moving into fall what what can you tell us going forward like things to know what we should be aware of things like that Yes. So um, we are going to be it's going to be Libra season soon. That's going to be the new the the new focus for the time being. And that is it's just one of the reasons that I love astrology so much is because the sun moves through every sign every year, illuminating a different part of our lives. And so then we are given this amazing opportunity to be really whole because we're not leaving anything out. There's not anything that we can forget about because the themes are all presented in a rhythmic order every single year. So Libra season is even- Which, which you said, a- I just want to jump in September 22nd is when that starts, right? Okay. Awesome. To October 23rd this year. Okay. It kind of changes because it's not, it's- that's just how it works. Um, okay. So even if you don't, even if you don't have your sun in Libra or Mercury in Libra or Mars in Libra, if you have no Libra anywhere in your natal chart, which is what an astrologer looks at, um, we're still met with this energy. We're still met with because it's the the sun is the brightest body in our sky. It's the brightest celestial body. So wherever the sun is illuminates that that part of life, and Libra rules balance. Libra in like physical astrology, the Greek medical astrology, it rules the scales. It rules your kidneys, sorry, which look like scales on the back of your body. And what your kidneys do is it helps to balance your like electrolyte balance, your fluid balance. And it's it's all very, very sensitive. So if we're missing potassium and sodium, then like the scales start to tip where that's a very physical, literal interpretation, um, but we can kind of extrapolate that out to all areas. So if within our relationships, there's an imbalance where maybe we are constantly giving, constantly giving and not doing any taking or not doing any receiving, not letting anyone pour into our cup, then the scales are tipped out of balance. So all of the themes that that kind of connects to a balance um harmony harmony is a beautiful like that fits right in with balance i always think of the little mermaid singing that harmony song <laughs> um relationships libra is all about others and other people so if we have if we were just naturally born with strong people pleasing tendencies we can know we're going to be more sensitive to balance at this time of the year we're going to be more sensitive to when the people we're engaging with are unhappy we're going to we're going to know and we're going to feel very motivated to do something about it so um that's just kind of a a big theme that it applies to every every aspect of our lives well i I thought of something here i just like you know you have those poof moments 
Yes. You're talking about balance. And I'm like, this is a time of year, you know, kids have been, you know, are getting back into the school routine. People are doing things. I know this is the time of year. My phone starts ringing off the hook because everybody's like, Lisa, I need a new paint color of all these things. And and maybe it's they're just naturally, you know, trying to bring their space into balance. And, and you know, that's a great time to check in. It is. Yeah. All the balance, whether it's yeah, balance you might be walking and noticing that clutter yeah. <laughs> pile yeah. or. Yeah. What do you think? It, it balance and harmony also kind of fall in line with beauty and like, like rearranging things to make it more harmonious. So this is, it is the time it's the best time to like beautify your space, to go in there and rearrange your furniture to create a better flow of energy and just make sure that you're checking in with the scales, whether it's in your body, like, am I balanced? It's in your home, it's in your relationships. Is everything beautiful and balanced and harmonious? And um, yeah, people are sensitive to the planets. We like to think that we are just exempt because we have brains and we can like make our own decisions. But I like to think of the planets like like, like elicit a hormone response. It's like very beneath the surface, it's underneath. We don't know when our thyroid hormone is released. We don't know when cortisol is released, but we can feel it. My goodness, it has a powerful influence. And I think that that is just kind of how, as the planets shift around and different themes are highlighted, we're going to just naturally kind of be more privy to those places. So I think it's, I think it's cute that people call you <laughs> for beautification purposes at this time of the year. <laughs> I mean, it's super fun. I think they're thinking, oh, panic, we're hosting Thanksgiving. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> you know, but really, it's probably, you know, it's it's obviously more than that. It's they're they're maybe noticing those things or oh gosh, I forgot about. I wanted to work on this space or I wanted to rearrange this, and maybe it's also a great time to check in as you're doing these things. Does this make me feel really good, or am I just doing it because that's what my neighbors did? Am I just picking this color because it's on HGTV? Like really check in to make sure the way you're arranging your space makes your body feel good. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How exciting. So, (laughs) so people can, I'm going to list information in the show notes so people can follow you. You know, you do all kinds of amazing posts all the time to just like get information that's digestible. And I love that. So I'm going to share all of that. Do you have anything else going forward into, you know, leading into winter that we should know about that we can prep our bodies or spaces for? Um, yes, I will. I just think that that as you are going into fall, and as we are kind of going through a change of seasons, um, it's important to think about the energy that's around us. So when a season changes, that has a very specific feel to it. It's very initiatory. It's very like, you can't stop spring, you can't stop fall. So like whether you're ready for it or not, here we go. It's like that hide and seek when you're little. I um, love that. So it's a really good time to initiate projects in your home. So if there's something that you've been um, that's been in the back of your mind that you've kind of been mulling over take the action now because all everything is is lined up and geared for that so mm-hmm. actions that you take you're it's going to be less resistance that you come up against um 
Yeah. Cool. And even just having an idea of the, the projects that you want to start and the things that you would like to welcome into your life to bring into your life. If you don't know what you want, it's it's really hard to facilitate those things. How can you um, manifest anything if you don't even know what it is? You exactly. know, that's why I'm yeah. always working with my clients to do a vision board. And they're like, oh, this still feels silly. Like I'm in a kindergarten with my glue stick. I'm like, you need to visually see those exact things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, print it out on the computer. If you can't find something in a magazine, find the exact picture of that dream car, like down, you know, like really define it. And then, you know, that's so powerful. Um, So something else I kind of wanted to get into is the moon phase. So give us a quick overview for anyone that doesn't really, because I feel like, Sometimes if the whole astrology umbrella seems like too much, you can start with those moon phases. And maybe we should have started a whole chat with this topic, but here it is. So <laughs> here, here we go. <laughs> um, I That's one of my favorite places to start, honestly. And I use that the most out of everything for my own organization of the things that I need to do on a daily basis. So I organize my self-care based on what the moon is doing. I organize my business based on what the moon is doing. I organize my cleaning schedule based on what the moon is doing. Because otherwise, I would never get out of my house. I just wouldn't. Like, I would do all my self-care things in the morning, and that would take hours. So it's what it does for me is it's, it's a beautiful, consistent, like always consistent framework that we can kind of look to if we're feeling like, well, I have a hundred things to do and I don't know where to start, or I don't know, like, I just, I don't know. It can be overwhelming. Like there's a lot of things that to do when you're a living, breathing person. Um, So it just in a very general sense, um, when the moon is, is building, when it's getting brighter every single night that is waxing from new to full, this is the time of the month where I do all of my my action, my building practices, things that are um, that are like out here that require me to engage in the world and like come out of my shell. So I will schedule networking things. I will um, like physically take actions for my business. I will reach out to like almost cold call, but it's like not quite, but. I'll take my business card to people. I will I will complete actions and I'll also use that time to like to build the space that I want to build, to build my home. So if I'm going to do be doing any shopping for anything that I need to add to what I already have here in my house, then I'll do it during this part of the lunar cycle. And then on the other end of that, when the moon is we just had a full moon and it's moving down to a new moon, um that is so the light is decreasing it's shedding it's eliminating that's when i do those practices in my life so i will i do all my deep cleaning when the moon is waning i like take care of my home space and like get things really clean and cozy here so when we have that dark night that new moon then i can sit in a clean house and just like be held by my home instead of being like, okay, I, I got a mop and I got an empty kitty litter and I got it, you know, it's all done. Cause on that day it's, we are meant to rest and surrender. That's the day where if you think about it in terms of like the plant life cycle, it's when the seeds get into the ground and they're buried and it's dark and you have to just trust 
that the root is going to know how to sprout out. Um, so that is just, I like do the building actions, uh, when it's, when it's getting brighter and I do the elimination actions when it's getting darker. And um, so I guess I in my made... world, it's, it's like yin or yang and then yin energy. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It translates beautifully. Um, so I did actually make you guys, uh, any listeners, a little freebie, a little cosmic home blueprint. So you can reference back to this conversation and, and maybe start to organize some of your home care or self-care or, or business strategies to kind of go with that flow because it's like a, it's like breathing when we are doing actions and operating out in the world and striving and yearning and like the more masculine yin yang side that's like the breath in it equates to that same when we breathe in our hormones react and it gets ready to run or fight or high like it it activates that part of our nervous system when we do the eliminating we're like it's breathing out and if you think about it like a lot of us live on the inhale the way that we organize our lives we have to grind we have to work we have to get everything done and then only then can we take the exhale but we can that's not sustainable. <laughs> like you can't live that way, like just very simply, very basically. So that's kind of why otherwise I would do all the action all the time. I'd burn myself out. I, it would make me sick. Like, you know, um, I just think that when we when we allow ourselves to wax and wane like the moon does, we are breathing life into what we're doing. And that feels really counterproductive for some people. So. Was that your question? Oh, man. Yeah, I don't. That was just beautiful. <laughs> I could listen to you all day long. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. I can't wait Thank for you. them to check out this freebie. I so appreciate you taking the time to put this together. I can't wait to check it out myself. Um, I have one last question for you. I want to know your favorite place in your home. It can be a little spot. It can be a room. Whatever. That is so tough. I I think that my favorite favorite is my porch, my screened in, my little lanai. Um, I get to look out into palm trees and like I don't have to see a parking lot. I don't have to see any other neighbors. And um, I have so many plants out there that just thrive so much better than they did in Indiana. And it, I, it makes me so happy every time I go out there and my little Viney Pothos is a whole foot longer than he was the last time. <laughs> like, it just, it makes me so happy. Um, I do love the abundance corner in my house, though, too. <laughs> That's a good spot. That's a good spot to love on and give a little attention. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Maggie, thank yeah. you so much. I can't, I mean, first of all, I can't wait to have you back because I know there's so many topics we can, we can talk about. There's so many different times of year that we should be checking in. So you will definitely be back. If anyone has any questions for Maggie, you can reach out to her. You can comment in the notes. Um, and I'll make sure, you know, I'll get with Maggie. Uh, if there's anything you want to hear about in a future discussion, put that in the notes as well. Uh, message me. And thank you so much, Maggie. Thank you. Thank you. Um, everyone, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening, everyone. Remember, your support helps me continue on the podcast, and I'm so grateful. I will see you next time. 
I'd like to thank our production company, Caraggio Media, the WELT 95.7 Studios, and our sponsor, Good She. For more information, follow the link in the show notes. Be sure to hit like, hit the subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. If you want to connect, find us on Facebook, and be sure to let me know what topics you'd like to hear about. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.